Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stakes situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome. This is a a solo episode uh, and I'm really excited to be here today because I always think about what are some topics that I'm talking to friends about or clients about. And I feel like these solo episodes allow me to kind of talk out loud and, and share some of the things that that others have been asking me about. Um, and it's almost like I'm talking to a good friend. So I'm really glad you're here. And and right now I'm recording this. I'm, I'm at the end of the of the year. And it always makes me think about thinking outside the box. You know, I went to Egypt a few months ago and there was this museum we went to and there's statue of this guy in this box. And that idea of thinking outside the box came from Egyptian times, like ancient times so long ago, this concept that if we don't allow ourselves to think bigger than who we are, like in the box where we're standing, then we uh, don't allow ourselves to get to the potential that is inside of us. And I think that's so interesting to think about um, because so often, as I talk about Susie with a microphone, those that voice in our head really limits our ability to go beyond what we think is possible. So I've been challenging friends uh, around this concept and a friend of mine told me about the impossible list. And I think she got this from Brooke Castillo. Brooke Castillo is a, a life coach and has a podcast. Definitely look her up and follow her. She's unbelievable um, and, and just a really has some a- amazing ideas. So definitely somebody that you should know. But Brooke Castillo evidently talks about this impossible list. And so I put together an impossible list and I've been challenging people around me to put this together. So I want to talk a little bit about that and what's on it. And it's it's so interesting when we put put something out there that we want to do in the future that we might put on that impossible list, like starting a podcast. You might think, oh, it'd be fun to do a podcast and talk to my friends, but, and then as soon as you say that out loud, it's almost like these excuses can just flood into your mind. Like, who am I to, to have a podcast or why do I think I have the time? I'm so busy doing other things. So I would say that if you if you have something that you want to do, and as soon as you say it to somebody or you admit it to yourself and you notice that these ideas of doubt immediately come to mind to kind of tell you, not a good idea, can't do this. That means that should probably be something on your impossible list. So be careful as if you want to do this exercise around thinking about your impossible list to make sure that you don't 
succumb to that Susie with a microphone or that person in your head that will will shine those places of doubt on you so that you will not move forward. And the thing about the impossible list that I love is putting something down in writing, kind of admitting it and taking it out of your head gives it this power. It gives it this life to it that you don't even really know. It somehow brings it to the conscience, conscious mind in some regard. And it's, I think about my past impossible list and I, I get really excited because some of the things that I thought were just un, unimaginably impossible to me, not just impossible, but radically impossible, I've accomplished I've accomplished. So uh, just a few. One is I wrote a book. Now you might think, wow, that's amazing. It's not that amazing. It's just me. I didn't, I'm not a writer, but somebody said to me, you know, you have some great ideas. You should put them in writing. And I'm like, ah, why not? You know, I've seen other people write books and I just started. And it's just that starting. It's actually the hardest part about writing a book is finishing it. So true. Cause you're so tired of yourself, but getting it started is the first peace down the path. And then the path just illuminates. You just keep going. You start telling people, you continue on. Another thing that I've been talking about for years is having a podcast and doing this. I actually imagined being able to just have this conversation because I'm such an extrovert. I love to think out loud. So having this time, I'm not doing this for myself. I'm imagining that somebody's listening to this in the car right now. And this is super exciting to me because this might give a spark of energy to something that could be impossible on your list. And I don't even see you, but maybe I can have an impact in that way. So for me doing a podcast, I was like, I've had so many people that have done a podcast and they tell me, you know, it takes years before you see the the benefits of it, whether it's somebody will sponsor you or you have enough exposure. And I just decided that I wanted to do it because I've been thinking about it for so long. And I, the thing that I wanted to make sure I didn't do was start a podcast record 10 and then that would be where it would be stagnant. I didn't, I hate starting things and not completing them or keeping them going. So as soon as I got to the point that I knew that I could get enough recorded and get ahead of myself, I wasn't going to allow myself to say no. So it just started happening. I started telling people and look, here we are. I'm not that far in and maybe only five of you are listening. Who knows? But it doesn't matter because it's one thing that that seemed impossible to me and I made it happen. You know, if other people can do it, why not me? So I, I've been thinking about this impossible list and putting it down because it does ignite something that makes it more possible. Hey there, love this podcast? I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. But you can't let a an impossible list hold things that are definitely doable. So it's not something to think, what am I going to accomplish in the next 12 months? It's not putting any parameters around it. It's just saying what seems really impossible to me. So I thought I'd show you with you my impossible list. 
it's kind of embarrassing. Like I will tell you, some of these are ridiculous um, to me and they may never happen, but just putting it out there. I mean, somebody could listen to this and hear one of them and say, oh, I can introduce you to this person and that might get you a little bit further. I don't know. I could tell tell a friend that I want to do one of these things and they might say, oh, I can help you get there. Or I just put it out there and I start having intention around it. So what can you do? Do the impossible list and don't put any parameters around it. Just think outside your box, what you would imagine is your limitation. And if it's hard for you to do, ask somebody to help you. But allow yourself to think bigger than what you believe is possible. That is so cool. Like, the what do I not think is possible? And some of these things are not in my control. But who knows? I might be able to put the, the steps to get me there. So let me tell you what my impossible list is. And maybe this will inspire you to make your own because mine are crazy. Mine are crazy. So here's mine. To be on the Today Show. And I put in parentheses, Good Morning America or CBS um, Morning. I don't even know what it's called. Any of those will do. I'd be okay with one of those. That was my number one. It's something I've been talking about for years. And it's not, I don't know. I just think I want the experience of being in something like that. More than I'm not thinking about it from what that means whether I'll have the notoriety to get me there or something. I just, I guess for me, it'd be the experience, but also the, the to think that I would have such an interesting angle on negotiation for me or whatever it is that they'd be interested, it'd be newsworthy. That's what that would, that I, or I've inspired some people in some way. And I think that's what's inspired me to think that way. Okay. I have a second home to rent. And that's that's money and time, and that's a commitment. So that's scary to me. Not working. I wrote this down because, meaning, I want to be in a place that I'm so secure that I'm not working for a living. So I could be doing, can still be doing my podcast or something that I love to do, that I don't have to get a monetary return. So when I say not working. It just means that I'm doing things that I love. Um, be a nationally sought out speaker meaning making it more that people call me <laughs> instead of me trying to get myself in some um, places. It'd be just nice to be known. Um, I want to work with a woman's organization and support women. Um, that's just something that's on my heart that I, I want to do and have an impact for and um, just make that investment. And then... Um, have a mainstream podcast. Like how fun would it be to be in the ear of people and it's mainstream because you've had influence in a way that people have shared it. Cause I don't think I could do that on my own. It would have to come from people um, knowing me or trusting in me or being inspired by, you know, somebody that was on my podcast or something I said um, that, you know, they just needed to hear. And so being mainstream to me means that I'm making a difference. And then my final thing um, is to be a notable expert on negotiation. And, you know, negotiation, um, if you're listening to me, you probably know I believe it's in our everyday. And I, if we learn to be good negotiators, you learn to communicate better. You learn to be a better leader. You learn to be a better human by practicing silence, framing your ask, being clear about where you're going. And 
I finally feel like I understand that angle and I can exist with professors of negotiation and Chris Voss, who is, uh, he was a FBI um, uh, negotiator. And uh, those people used to be like, who am I to take space in this room? And I'm like, well, my angle's different and it's okay. And so to be a sought out expert with that angle would be super cool because then that means that people would see the benefit of that and the impact of that. So that's my impossible list. And it does feel impossible. And I realize that some of those are not easily measurable. They're kind of like out there, but they're meaningful to me. And that's all that matters. And if I talk to people about this, maybe it'll make me take steps toward it. It'll make me accountable. Um, or people will celebrate when they see me on the Today Show or, or Good Morning America or know that, you know, CBS this morning would be okay too. So I challenge you, who, what is your impossible list? What are the things that may be related to your role, maybe related to what you do every day, or it may be something that you've just thought about that you've wanted to, maybe it's a place you want to travel, maybe it's owning something Maybe it's being able to have a certain experience. So what is that that feels out of your ability to accomplish that you can put on there and make it a little scary? It should be a little scary for you. So I, I suggest maybe doing 10. Um, I didn't tell you all mine because they're not all, um, they're all along the same lines. Um, but I didn't want to just bore you with them all. But if you DM me, I'll tell them all to you. But I challenge you, what is your impossible list? What scares you? Can you put those down on a piece of paper, get them out of your head? Can you think outside the box in a way that just allow yourself to? Nobody's going to judge you. You don't have to share them with anybody. You don't have to tell anybody what's on your list. But how fun would it be to get a little closer this year to something that feels impossible to you? How fun would that be? So that's my idea for you today. That's the thing I wanted you to think about. That's the the action I want you to take. So the call to action is, you know what I did? I did it on my phone while I was waiting in line somewhere. So it doesn't have to take a dedicated day, half day. You can let it marinate as you're driving. And then when you have, when you're waiting somewhere, instead of just being frustrated about being in line somewhere or waiting for somebody Start to write in your notes section 10 things that are impossible to you and see if you can get there. Get a step closer to them. And please share with me if you do it. I would love to hear what happens for you and what unlocks for you. Maybe there'll be something on your list that you didn't even anticipate would be on there. Things hide inside our brains. Sometimes we don't even know they're in there and they're worthy of unveiling and seeing, making them have some light. So there you go. Thank you so much for, for listening here. It's so fun to hear people say they listen to this podcast. It's kind of surreal to me. Um, share this with somebody that needs to build their impossible list and inspire them to do the same. Get a partner to, to do it with you. Challenge each other and see what steps you can take toward that impossible list. Thanks again for being here. And um, until next time, uh, use your leverage in good, for good, for you, for advocating for yourself and for others.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.